0: You hope for the best, but you got to plan for the worst, so. Right. That's how you got to do it. Mm-hmm. So when's your next race? Uh, We start, I believe,
1: in April. So it's coming up. Yeah. How many races do you have? Locked
0: in um, Right now, we have 12 to 18 we're looking at possibly doing uh, this coming year. 12 to 18 that you'll be racing in yeah. this same vehicle? Yeah. And probably at least another half dozen um Actual like events that we go to, um, to like show the car and stuff right. like that.
1: Okay, so you do the racing as well as like different car shows and all stuff Correct. like that. Okay, so when and when you do races, is it just just you who races the car you said, or yes. nobody else races it? Yep. Good stuff. So how did even how, how did you even get into racing? How did that? Was it construction <laughs> racing, racing construction, or so
0: it started um, actually all the way back if you go back to. Um, we moved here in 93, okay. um, it had been August 93, uh, I'd have been six. Wow. Okay. Um, and we went to, uh, the U S nationals for an inch race held out at, in Brownsburg every year, Claremont, at Indianapolis Raceway park. And, uh, September, they, uh, it's always on labor day. Mm. Um, we went out there and they had, uh, a display set up for junior dragster racing league. It had just actually started 92. Oh shoot. And um, well, it was the very first time for it 93, it was kind of the first full year. Right. Um, and we bought a car out there um, and started racing at the end of 93 into 94. And what um, were you racing then? That was called a junior dragster. So okay. those are considered a half scale of a top fuel or the big guy cars is okay. what they were. Um, at that time they were powered by a five horsepower Briggs and Stratton motor right. that was, you could find off of a tiller or a mower or anything like that. Right. And That's how we ran them and raced them. I
1: was going to say, hopefully everyone watching this are uh, (laughs) racing
0: because he's spitting
1: out a lot of uh, vocabulary (laughs) that I hope you are in the racing game to know what he's talking about. Sorry, go ahead. No, you're fine. Um, So you're six years old.
0: So I started basically, we got the car, I want to say in October of that year. Um, And then in 94, we started actually racing everywhere. I mean, we, we were up at Raceway Park. Mm. Um, we started, uh, we ran Terre Haute. I mean, we ran all over the country in the juniors. Um, we were all the way down in Florida before we've been to Bristol, um, uh, Norwalk. Uh, we went all, all over Ohio. I mean, Indiana, we've been down Kentucky, uh, Clay city. Um, I mean, you name a racetrack we've ran all the way from South all the way up North. So what was the stepping stones to present day? We're,
1: Obviously, riding in this big thing. What were the stepping stones from, say, six to however old you are? What, what are? I know you've done. This isn't the only racing you've. This would be drag racing. Yes. What are some of the other racing that you've done?
0: So juniors, we I ran uh, junior dragsters from uh, would have been '93, '94, all the way to early 2000s. Okay. uh, 2000, 2001. Um, when i became of age uh, and got 15 years old we uh we even cut the back half of my junior off and Mm. put a snowmobile motor on it okay (laughs) um tried running it against the big cars um and everything like that uh then i got into full body cars i ran an s10 that was actually borrowed for about a year and a half from somebody Mm. uh and then when i was a sophomore in high school i bought a, a wrecked nostalgia front engine dragster okay um uh, a, a guy by the name of uh, Rick Burdine yep. uh, is, uh, he's actually retired now, but he was a collision and body uh, teacher up at Ben Davis uh, Career Center. Mm. Um, he helped me a lot in, in my career as far as drag racing goes. Uh, once we got into that era, um, we, we redid that entire car. Gotcha. Um, learned a lot from Learned a, Learned yeah. a lot from doing all that. Learned a lot of the metalworking and all that For stuff. Sure. Um, we built all of our own motors, um, even overhaul transmissions and stuff. We had to, we did all of our own chassis work, um, everything all the way down to full setup of the cars, right. uh, all that stuff, the flow of the fuel injection. Um, when you can't afford somebody to do it, you have to learn how to do it. That's, that's and exactly. I'm one, of them, I, I want to be able to do everything I can to, to do it in house and just know what I can do. Right. Uh, A lot of leverage if you have yeah. that. So. We started, let's see, that would've been 04, 05, by the time we started undoing that thing. And that's also, we touched base on this before, but that's where the, the Breaking the Law yes. actually even came from, Yep. was once I built that car, uh, and I was actually managing a Terre Haute Dragway at that time, mm. uh, and uh, the Nick Agresta was the one that came out and told us we were Breaking the Law, so yep. that was where our racing came from. So, and that was actually, that's the original logo right there. Of the race, okay. of, the, of Breaking the Law, period. So racing and was first. Racing was first. Okay, I gotcha. And so uh, we ran that car, and we wound up building three variations of that car mm. over five years. Uh, sold that car in two thousand nine. Uh, took two thousand and ten off, um, and we built a complete new car. Mm. Uh, went big block with uh, injection on it, which um, at that time uh, we were running seven fifties in the quarter
1: gotcha. at about one hundred and
0: eighty mile an hour. Um, and then in 2012, <laughs> uh, I tried to sneak one in on the wife and I left it. Huh, that o'clock was a bold morning. move. <laughs> S- snuck away at six o'clock in the morning, drained the bank account, went all the way to Baltimore, Maryland, <laughs> and, uh, almost made it back before dinner with a, uh, we bought, I bought a big block blower motor okay. and, uh, we brought it back, stuck it in that chassis, uh, wind up redoing that. We wound up redoing, uh, that chassis three or four times. Um, to, to alter it, to make it better for racing and everything like that. But um, um, from 2012 to 2015, we ran the 70 Pro Index, mm. uh, which is a heads-up series. Um, it's called the Nostalgia Drag Racing League. Uh, we ran that um, and wound up, I believe, fourth, or third or fourth every year out of that. Mm. Um, had a blast there. Again, we ran all over the country with that. We've been always St. Louis. Uh, we go up to Norwalk, Ohio, all that kind of stuff. You guys have been everywhere. Yeah, I mean, we anywhere between five ten thousand miles a year we travel. Sometimes more than that. And, um, it,
1: and I was going to hit a point of just the last, not the few days, few weeks of talking with you and uh, Nathan Everold of just how how big this industry is, and all in Indianapolis,
0: Indiana. Mm-hmm. It's uh, well, in, in Indianapolis is the racing capital of the world. Yeah, and a lot of people who don't follow racing or follow that type of industry. And it's not just drag racing. It's, I was going to say, I mean, it's we, had, we whole, have Indy car here, gosh. Uh, F1. Uh, I mean, you have the uh, cross country and GNCC people. Yeah. Um, we have a lot of talented riders in, in the state that uh, in that part of it, which, um, you know, I mean, there's, Oh my gosh i mean the amount of manufacturing that goes on in indiana for yeah. racing alone i mean you go down uh, just go to brownsburg yep. uh, you can drive down we call it nitro alley yep, yep. Um, almost every building there uh, racing. is racing and every part you can dream of is manufactured there
1: all here sure. in Indy- Indiana. Mm-hmm. yeah it's and i've just seen how much of a, a community tight-knit community racing is and yeah i it's it's blowing me away even with the the event that just happened the
0: uh, performance racing industry the PRI show yeah.
1: yeah that's uh that used to be in Vegas
0: yeah so so I, I believe and don't hold me to this but I believe mm-hmm. the same people that put on SEMA also put on PRI That's right. so the SEMA show and stuff that's held out in Vegas PRI was out there mm. and then it lasts, I believe three years it's been in Indy now
1: yeah so. I mean that show alone has just been not only huge for racing here in Indy but just Indy in general yep I mean the amount of money that's brought for the businesses, everyone around, and yeah, I just, I, I, I didn't know, and, it, and racing, it, you can see it from a, a very big commercial type standpoint, but then it just also, you see it just out in the fields, they have those, tri- I mean, you show me the videos where it's just, you got 100, 200, 300 people all lined up on the on the outskirts of just guys just trying to hop over the hill, where they'd have to go around it, Oh yeah, it's just um, yeah. nuts, dude. it's nuts, like the amount of passion that just not even the people racing, obviously the
0: spectators. I mean, I was just, yeah, I mean, so it's a love. It... So the, the, on the drag racing side of it, yeah. we're, I mean, I've been at events as large. Uh, we did a night of fire, I think in 14 and in 15 up at, uh, Norwalk, mm. uh, at Bader's facility, which is the best racetrack in the world. Yep. I mean, it's, it's very, very clean and very, very nice and organized. Um, we go into that event and there was 84,000 people there for, for a uh, one night event. What's the one
1: where it was just night and day, night and day, night and day.
0: Um, so, so that would have been, um, after I got out, uh, in 15, uh, we decided, uh, we were gonna have another child. Mm. Um, and my second daughter was born in, in 16. So, uh, we sold the car, um, yep. and everything like that. the last extra I had, um, and slowed down a little bit or tried to mm. um i built an s10 at that point to go bracket racing with uh didn't really care for that all right. that much because i had been doing heads up racing for so long yep. and then nostalgia stuff um, and then in 17 one of the guys that helped me uh, on the car he had always ran uh, and raced four-wheelers on the side and stuff like that mm. uh, with gncc and then just different uh, cross country and XC racing, uh, series just here in Indiana. And so I got into four of the racing there from 17 to actually been August the 21, which had been last year. Um, and got pretty heavy and evolved into that. Uh, the race that you're referring to on that, we went to the Heartland challenge yeah. in um, I think that was 19, 2019, where it's, it's 10 and a half hours. Um, I mean, we start at noon that day. How do you even We actually for start, that? It would actually have been about one thirty, two o'clock in the afternoon. And I think we ended about midnight. Oh my gosh! So um, it was that was out in um, Iowa. Where we were in mm. that one at.
1: So this is all cross country. This yeah. isn't just in an the No, American I mean they,
0: places. the GNCC or the uh, the national series stuff. It's ran all the way from Florida all the way to New York and Pennsylvania. Okay. Um, I mean those are very huge, huge series. I mean, that's the largest series in the U S when it comes to cross country racing for four wheelers and dirt bikes. Um, and then Indiana has the privilege and honor of having probably the, I would say in my mind, the next closest thing to a national event, which would be IXCR, uh, race series. Um, and then there's a handful of other series after that, that are actually here in Indiana as well. Wow. Um, I mean, Indiana is very fortunate just because, like I said, we are a racing capital of the world. Yeah. Um, and despite whatever you know series or whatever you're racing, um, there's a very large presence across the board. For sure. Um, I mean, the 4 other stuff really opens your eyes up <laughs> because you kind of learn some things along the way. I mean, okay. you're man and machine, and you're going as far, hard, and as fast as you can go for yeah. two, two and a half hours. Um uh, most of the time our heart rates and stuff were anywhere between uh, 180 to <laughs> 190 uh, beats per minute has anyone had a heart attack racing not that i know of okay. uh, Knock on wood. maybe the spectators watching us <laughs> Yeah. i know my wife probably and, and dad didn't didn't like it too much but we had a blast doing it i mean it was it was fun
1: but you're not doing the four-wheelers anymore we are not okay. so
0: i i I've, I've stepped away from that uh it's hard. Um, I, I, am passionate about racing just in general. Right. Um, I try to do things a thousand percent. There's no halfway, or or we're just going to go out and have fun. If if I'm going to race something, it's we're in a hundred percent, we're a hundred percent dedicated and and we're going to do whatever it takes to win and, and, and be up in the front and and put a hundred percent effort into it. Mm.
1: So, and to fast forward, I know we talked about briefly in the beginning of the interview, breaking the law coming into 2023, how many races you guys have planned you had- uh
0: right now we plan on running uh the funny car chaos series Kay. um and then also we plan on going to the ndrl and nostalgia drag racing stuff hmm. um and then as uh we have a handful of match races and exhibition and also some night of fires and stuff we're going to be looking at doing for 2023
1: good deal so and i would assume the whole solution or the goal in racing is to uh
0: just win <laughs> right uh, or no is there yeah, more to it I, I mean there, of course obviously we want to go out and I want to win right uh, I want to do my absolute best um uh, the biggest thing is being professional at it yep. um you know putting on um I, I want to say Bill Bader probably said it the best to us back in 15 is is we're there we're there to entertain and put on a show sure. for the crowd um and that's kind of what this car is about yep. I mean we we want to go out and, and we, obviously we want to dominate wherever we're at of but the, the the racing series as a whole and any series you get into, there's a hundred other people out there wanting to do the same thing. Sure. And uh, at the level and stuff we're gonna be competing at, it's gonna be very difficult um, in every aspect, but we plan on trying to do our best and learn. Right. Um, this is the first funny car that I've ever owned. Uh, first funny car I'll ever drive. Um, And there's a big difference between a front engine dragster and a funny car. One has a body, one doesn't. Mm. Uh, The wheelbase is half the wheelbase of what we were used to. So um, we have a lot more power in this car. Yep. Um, How how fast can it go? um, I mean, we're hoping at some point we'll be in the, the five second range. Um, anywhere between 240s, 270s. I mean, it all <laughs> depends on what we can get out of the motor and stuff. And, and there's other motor combinations of stuff right. that we're looking at, too, in the future besides just the one that we're in now. So right. 240,
1: 240 miles
0: per hour. In mm-hmm. six seconds or less. Uh, is, do you train for that or
1: just you've been <laughs> doing it enough that you it? I'd like to say to you,
0: tra- you train for it. Um, it's just, uh, it's hands-on. Uh, I mean, you have to learn the car. You have to learn everything about the car you got to be one with the car you have to know what it's going to do in certain times and mm. there's always the unknown what about the g-force of it
1: just the surreal i mean just
0: the I actual mean, so so we'll go from i think our last car we hit anywhere between four to six g's hmm. uh, and then we'd have negative seven to eight g's when we throw the parachutes wow so um uh, i mean there's there's a lot there on that i mean the body does take a toll and beating on it uh, not as near as much as the four of the racing mm-hmm. did um uh, but we um i i don't know we just we're there i mean right. we're, we we've been there before done and, it enough and we're i mean we're excited to be back i mean i i have thousands of passes down down the drag strip um and everything we do is mainly quarter mile right uh, i know the funny car chaos stuff is going to be all eighth mile stuff which is going to be new to me uh, i've been known in the past to not lift and right. and and ride the car all the way to the wall yeah. um, with this i won't be able to do that as much because it's a, it's a lot more, there's a lot more to them.
1: Mm. So. My last point I wanted to hit, uh, obviously we talked about racing culture, the community of it. Um, your, your daughter, is she racing as well? I know she kind of. Um, so
0: year. she, we, part of me doing for the racing was she wanted to, she wanted to race it. That and that's happened. actually one of the biggest points that I, that why I did the for the racing was is I wanted to see, you know, if she was passionate about it and what she wanted to do. Um, she tends to follow her daddy around yeah. <laughs> with what she wants. Um, so, you know, we're, we're possibly looking into the future of getting her, uh, into back into, or I shouldn't say back into, we at one time had actually bought her a car and had one built. Okay. Um, and then she never actually raced it cause she was more dead set on the four wheelers. Gotcha. Um, but, uh, we're, I mean, I'm hopeful that one day she'll be in a, in a dragster or something that we can get her into, uh, to learn and do stuff.